When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. It's the final word daily. Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, Perth day four, the final day at Perth, Australia, Pakistan. We're here for Seabus Super. Cbussuper.com.au. Jeff, tell us about the final exchanges here at Perth Stadium in 30 seconds. Australia resumed looking to pile up declaration runs. Steve Smith and Travis head out relatively early, but Kawaja and Marsh took them through to 233 for five when they declared Kawaja out for 90. Marsh made 63, I'm going to say. That was yep. a lead of 450 for Australia, uh, and Pakistan absolutely went to pieces. They'd had enough. They wanted to go home. They wanted to be done with it after four days, and you could understand that they were pumped, they were rolled, they were wristholed. Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood, and then Lyon got his 500th late in the piece. There was a run out in there, all out for 89, uh, with a fair bit to go in the fourth session they lost by 360 runs fourth yep. session fourth fourth day, fourth day afternoon final session they wouldn't they could have had a fourth session because we might have gone for three hours mm. anyway 360 runs the deficit yeah they won by 360 bowled out in 30.2 overs for 89 yeah they were sailing on the sloop john b mm. let me go home i want to go home i feel so break up i want, I want to, go to go home, home. um uh, where are we well i mean i think that pakistan for much of this test match did well at different yep. points and i I'm not, I'm not as down on Pakistan as I thought I would be with a margin yep. like this. Yeah. I think that the surface today, the psychological trauma of walking out on a surface, like Shah Massoud said something to this effect, like trying to make progress when you are playing against those four bowlers in concert, bowling as well as they did this week. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely brilliant, the Australian quartet. First time they've played together since Lord's in the Ashes and I think it shows because had they been playing together through the second half of the Ashes well you know without without sort of doing full alternative realities or anything like that but it just it reinforces how strong they can be at their very best I suppose and mm-hmm. Lyon getting his 500th test wicket will indulge in a conversation about him in more depth later on I'm sure but the way that Cummins worked over Barbara's arm you know the pressure which led towards the run out the way that Stark started with wicket taking deliveries Hazelwood likewise getting the luck that wasn't there for him the first time around it never looked like Pakistan were going to make 100 no. at no point did it look like they were going to make it to day five. Well, wicket in the first over doesn't help that. Mitchell True. Stark with the, the swinging in. We're having a little chat about Abdullah Shafiq with, uh, with Daniel Rasul. He writes for Cricket Info. Said, he said, maybe a, a pretty 60 for Abdullah Shafiq. So next ball, boom. Uh, I think I'd tip 62, so I got the two right because okay. that, that's what he ended up making. Yeah, he goes um, and Hazel gets Shah Massoud. I'm going to come back to that in the Hall of Fame, actually. Okay. Don't let me forget that. Um, nicking off like he did in the first innings. Imam goes to Stark as well, um, and then what was it? Cummins getting into the fray with Barbarazza, and then Stark popping up with his third. It, it just it just kept happening. I mean that that little that third wicket, that bit of bowling from Stark that went squirming across and, mm. and took the edge. So it, it was a fast bowling clinic, but it was also one against a team that were pretty tired, pretty deflated, um, and wouldn't have been feeling very good about themselves after facing 450. And the pitch was starting to do quite a bit. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, like, my it word. was it was decent. To, Looks decent to bat on, on the first day. Apparently, even after day one, Kawaja was 
quietly saying this is horrible to bat on. Um, but right. in terms of there were some difficult areas where the ball was pitching, um, and he thought Pakistan just didn't get it right. But it, it was genuinely it was much more regularly horrible to bat on here. The way it was jumping up at the gloves at times some of the balls that kept low, the second Nathan Lyon wicket that, that crawled along the floor uh, to bowl Jamal <laughs> late in the piece, hit Poor the thing. base of the middle stump. Mm. What are you supposed to do to that? But when the Australians were batting as well, you know, Marsh got a few nasty ones on the gloves. He was still playing the pull shot. Um, Kawaja was having to, to tough it out through those early stages, especially when Smith goes and then for 45 and, and Head smacks one to cover for 14, was it, the Travis Head made? So, yep. yeah, it, it wasn't easy going out there, even though they were building a massive lead. So I can't believe in the end Kawaja and Marsh put on 125 from 129. It, it gives a certain impression of 30 innings batting. Mm. It just wasn't that. Like, Kawaja wore balls everywhere, including one on the arm, which... Uh, which clearly, uh, mm. you can see it live and you can see it on the slow-mo. It really whacked him on the bone. That'll be leaving a massive bruise tomorrow. Yep. And Marsh gets hit on the helmet not once but twice. One of them was charging on the pull shot, getting hit in the grill. I mean, you know, I suppose that's the way Mitch mm. Marsh was playing today. He's hitting the ball so sweetly, unbeaten 63. in not many more balls than that. He was wonderful. And Kawaja, 10 away from 100. It would have been a well-earned 100. I put on Twitter that was one of his gutsiest innings in a mm. way due to how difficult the pitch was becoming. It'll all be you know, washed over now because yep. of the way the test match ended, but I think it's worth noting that that was not easy. And Pakistan this morning came out bowling really yep. well. They get Smith League before straight away. They should have had Kawaja, if not for you know that millimetre difference. And you can say they maybe they shouldn't have had Smith. I mean, there's a millimetre in either of those, but yeah. one goes one way, one goes the other way. Um, and I, I'm not advancing the view that Smith wasn't out. Simply that sure. you know we're, we're dealing in tiny little uh, margins for those two, one one uh, going with Smith, one going against Smith, one going with Kawaja. But yeah, still, I think Shazad bowled really nicely off the top. Afridi did some good things that looked hostile, but they needed absolutely everything to go right. Mm-hmm. And in the end, um, coming up against Marsh at the moment, uh, he is playing like a man with more confidence than he's ever had in his life and it's yeah. a joy. It's a joy to watch Mitch Marsh so happy. He ends up named the formal player of the match for his 90-63 not out and picking up Barbara's arm, I guess nosing out Warner for that one. We yep. expected Warner would be player of the match on our coverage, not to be. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it, that that to me feels like a difference in, in how Australia were able to set up the, the final kill. It was the, the yeah. ease at which they made runs through Mitch Marsh being there. And they were batting through for a while to see if Kawaja could get to 100. He was picking up the tempo late in the piece and yep. ends up slicing one to deep third off Shaheen for 90 and they walk off at that point with Marsh in the 60s there was no thought of entertaining a rush to 100 for him uh, well I think it was because they didn't want to subject Alex Carey and the bowler's fingers to the pitch I mean Carey the keeper and all the bowlers all it takes is one to rear up off a length and break a finger and that changes their summer yeah no no point doing it I think if Kawaja had got there and Marsh had been on say 75 they might have stayed out there a bit longer um, just to to let them have a go at it which seemed reasonable enough with the time in hand in the game Um, Kawaja goes for 90 the the Steve Smith one this this could be all the famous I suppose but let's come back to that I particularly enjoy just how mad everybody gets about ball tracking and about the (laughs) marginal elements involved when it says oh that might be clipping the outside of the stump um, and I was, I was making this point to some disagreement online earlier when when a bowler bowls a delivery that just clips the outside of the off stump say or clips the off bail and knocks it off mm-hmm. you 
cannot give them enough praise. Everybody spaffs all over them on <laughs> broadcast. Incredible. Oh, the, the perfect delivery. The perfect delivery. Just kissing the top of the off stump, nudging the bail off so-and-so, so-and-so. You, you do that with an LBW dismissal, and it's, how can you give that out? That's outrageous. Oh, it was far too marginal. You shouldn't have. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, I understand that an LBW is a thing that hasn't happened yet. We all know that. When you play cricket, you understand that. It's one of the weird things. There aren't many sports where you gauge something based on what would have happened, not what did happen. But we do have that in cricket. That's been around for about 150 years. I think people might have had time to get used to the concept. And the ball tracking is very accurate. And we've all agreed, all of the countries that play international cricket have agreed, we're going to use the ball tracking to decide mm. whether the ball is hitting the stumps or not. And yep, there's umpires calling there to confuse things. Um, but if a ball is clipping a stump on... A ball tracking projection then it is out like it, it is it is not an outrage it's not something to be upset about it's not a conspiracy against the player that you like um, and yeah sure a player can be annoyed when they're out because players are always annoyed when they're out they walk off thinking well I played a shit shot or whatever it was um, but if you miss the ball cutting back into you and it hits you on the pad and you're given and I thought that looks good live I thought that Smith decision I thought yeah people are saying it's hit him above the knee roll it's not like he was on his toes hopping up he was leaning forward the front pad was angled forward so it was shorter than it might otherwise be. Well, Smith um, wasn't signalling too high. He said no. it was missing leg stump. Yes, and it smashed him in line with the stumps. Yeah. And just live, I thought, out. Um, and Joel Wilson had a good test match. He had he one did. decision overturned, which was the Kawaja one, which was a, a couple a millimetre. of millimetres. They said, they said on the TV truck... Um, uh, who was it? Someone in our commentary team spoke to the guys in the TV truck. Yep. It's the closest they've ever seen the Kawaja one to be right. the other way. <laughs> just on this... It's appropriate that it's in the context of Nathan Lyons 500th, I reckon, because mm -hmm. spinners, and Graham Swan talks freely about this, spinners have been the beneficiary of ball tracking and entirely changing the frame in which we consider leg before wicket for them. Yep. It used to be, get on the front foot, there'd be you know, benefit of the doubt, would be given sure. far more often than what should have been, as yep. we've now learnt. The opposite is actually true for fast bowlers, because I reckon anyway, live, we were putting our finger up and umpires on the field putting their finger up far more often for balls that we now know are going over the top. Mm -hmm. So whilst it's become easier for a spinner to get a wicket because of DRS, yep. at the same time it's been marginally harder for seamers to get wickets because of that idea that balls do, as projection shows, go over the bales with more regularity. Mm -hmm. So that one with Smith today, like it is with the one with Kawaja, they're being given out 20 years ago, I think mm -hmm. nine times out of 10. Right. I think it's very, very rare. Same with ones that are um, on impact, which yep. are marginal. I think they were going the way of the bowler far more often than they sure. are now. So yeah, it's a vagary of the system, but, um, but if you're a spinner, Yep. And I think it's appropriate that Nathan Lyon, in a way, got his from a DRS overturn because mm -hmm. there would have been a lot of wickets that Lyon no, was, yet both, he hasn't. Was, was both received and had overturned. Yep. I mean, the, 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 uh, the limbo, the purgatory yep. of waiting yep. for the DRS, that's been such a mm -hmm. massive part of his lived experience as a finger spinner. It felt right in a way that he had yep. to wait. And nice as well that all the teammates were huddled around him sure. as they watched the projection on the screen. Yeah, a bit they, like when Hazelwood took the final wicket of the Manchester Test yep. at, um, in 2019. They were ready to cuddle. Yeah. They were they were poised to cuddle with, with about a second, a split second to waste when that came through. So that was kind of nice, um, and it was a decent looking shout. Like it, you know, I thought it's heading, goalkeeper parlance is heading for the top left corner. Yeah. Um, it might be a yellow light on the leg stump or on the leg bail, um, but it was it was in that top corner and three reds on the leg stump. So he he gets that one. That was Fahim Ashraf, wasn't it? Yep. And, then, and then he gets the next one against Jamal that crawls along the carpet in the same over. So and there's one they get with Australia, which is banged in halfway from Hazelwood. Doesn't get up and hits a pad as well. Yeah, you know, and that's that was Sal Shaquille, the, who, yeah. who crossed 22 again. I, I did note uh, that. I, I think we should, well, I was going to put it in the Hall of Fame, but we're here now. Sure. He finishes with 20, 
24. 24. So um, still in 16, 15, 16, whatever 15 it is. Innings, yeah. 15 test innings. He's yet to miss getting the 22. And I was yep. very happy when he survived the shout on nine. Yeah. I think you've got to get the double figures. Keep yeah. doing it. But the Hazelwood keep breaking kept, records. The Hazelwood run kept low. Like it was really it was difficult to bat. And it showed the value of first innings runs here. I know there were people who yeah. would have been disparaging about Waters 100, saying, oh, well, it's only Pakistan. It's a flatty. It's Perth, blah, blah, blah. All the excuses you can roll out. Um, that massive first innings total is why Australia win this game. Because yes. it, it would have got much, much harder as the game went on. Wouldn't up. want to chase. I mean, Pakistan no. showed it. But you wouldn't want to have been chasing 150. Um, uh, in, 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 on, a, on tomorrow's pitch. Yep. It's hot again today. Um, 33-34. Yep. Uh, at Trent Copeland went in and interrogated the pitch at lunch, maybe tea. And he Where was able were to you get, on the night of September the 17th? Well, we'll get to that. And he, or and December he, the 17th. Uh, well, we'll get to that in the Hall of Fame. Okay. And, he, and he got his whole hand in. Oh. <laughs> we got, like, got two fingers, whatever it was, which reflects the fact that it was, getting, it was getting very difficult um, to bat there. And there was an uneven bit to, I think the main crack that was like a horseshoe, that the, the, the ground was at different levels at that end. At our, huh. uh, so, you okay. know, it, it was like the San Andreas Fault or something like that. Oh. So, um, well, at least Perth equivalent thereof. Um, the tectonic plates of Perth, which are always found in the middle of the Wacker. GTA, San Andreas, <laughs> now middle, in Perth. Middle of Carl, was it Carl Johnson in, oh. in San Andreas? I can't remember. I don't remember. But yeah. the point is, it was getting bloody hard. And, CJ. Anyway. anyway. Um, Grove Street. Uh, look, and, and let's just come back around to Nathan Lyon before we go to the Hall of Fame. I think, Jeff, look, 500 test wickets. His bowling average now is 30.8 or something like that. I had a quick mm-hmm. scan. His average has not been this low since November 2012. He always talks about wanting to get better. It's a bit of a cliche, a bit of a standard refrain from mm-hmm. him at media conferences. I'll keep playing forever. I want to keep getting better for Cricket Australia and all the rest of it every single day. But he is. Objectively, he is. He's taken 243 test wickets in Australia as a finger spinner, where finger spinners come to die at 31. Yeah. At 31. Yeah. Like, you can, you can uh, belittle what he's done because he's an off spinner and no razzle-dazzle, all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. You can say that he's led Australia down from time to time, although very infrequently in the last six or seven years. You can, you know, point to other bits and bobs if you want. You know, I know England fans will talk about Leeds in 19 and all the rest of it. He's taken 500 test wickets. Yep. Three Australians have done that. Eight people have done it ever in the history of test cricket. Mm-hmm. I mean, he deserves to take a bow today. He's done yep. that out in the field. You can see he felt some humility about it all as well as he tends to do and now he's thinking about like what he might achieve next and for him there's the world test championship again there always Mm -hmm. will be india away england away i can easily see a world where he's playing in that sesquicentenary test in 2027 yeah he'll be 40 odd then but have you seen any evidence of decline he is getting better Four years, 50 wickets a year, goes past 708. That's all I'm saying. So we when, said this on the when podcast. When he retires on 710 <laughs> wickets with an average of 28, um, it will all have been worthwhile. We said this for those who uh, have listened to Jeff and I all the way back to 2015. We did um, conceive yep. of a scenario when it was on about 100 and yep, 150 160 maybe. wickets. I think he'd just gone past Trumbull maybe. Yeah, so he passed around Trumbull, 160. Yeah, he passed Trumbull in the West Indies, I think, from memory. Yeah. And we were, yeah, maybe 141? 30, 30 wick, about that, 141. 30 wickets on or thereabouts. Mm. We, we charted the course to 709 for... Yeah, maybe uh, it was 800. I think we had him catching him early. Oh, okay. Well, why not, why not, yeah, let's live a little. Let it all hang out. Yeah. Let him play at least 42. He's playing a season for Lancashire next yep. year, so he's got the appetite for bowling bulk overs still. And, yeah, that one injury um, might be the sort of thing as it was with Peter Siddle. He got a really bad injury at about mm-hmm. 34, 35. He's going to be playing till he's 42 on the current contract he's on or something mm-hmm. like that. So, um, yeah, that, that's my thinking on online um, like taken it. as a whole. I like your thinking online and online. Right, shall we move to the final word, Hall of Fame? Why not?
The final word Hall of Fame is brought to you by Seabus Superannuation, who are celebrating, as I pull my phone out of my pocket as I did yesterday and pad for time, the who are celebrating birthday? their 40th birthday. Next year. Next year. Which well, they're not will be celebrating it yet. They're the, celebrating the 39th birthday. The 39th, right yeah, well, I, I celebrated my 39th. I'm in my 40th year. Therefore, mm. um, they're in their 40th year sure. as well. Um, Award-winning super fund. Proud to be recognised as one of the best performing super funds in Australia. Check out awards and ratings at seabussuper.com.au forward slash campaigns forward slash awards and this goes back all the way to 1984 uh, created by workers for workers four decades on mm -hmm. uh, one of the leading super brands Seabus Super looks after more than 900,000 Australians 000. around the country wow. as of the middle of this year 85 billion uh, funds under management 85 yeah. billion dollars huge money we're talking about here an industry fund and using that money to build Australia keeping fees low yep. for members by members you know the story get your super sorted out someone said to me last night after we recorded the podcast I've been hearing you talk about C by super yeah I better get my super sorted out I'm going to give them go. a call tell them we sent you Tom. past performance no reliable indicator of future performance but bloody hell past performance pretty impressive it was pretty impressive um, 900,000 that's a thousand that's a hundred times more people than we're at the ground today where they oh. had nine thousand in to watch Nathan Lyon um, and you know it's easy to bag uh, places for crowds and so on the, the, the reason I'm May bringing we? it up today May we? the reason I'm bringing it up today is the number of times because you can always find a reason for it the number of times that I hear oh well that's because it was on a weekday and that's because it was uh, not in the school holidays that is too early in the season th it's too late, too late in the late season, in the season. Those are, uh, it wasn't Christmas holidays. Was everyone, too, was, everyone was away for Christmas it was, holidays. It was too hot is one we've had yeah, before. It was too wasn't hot. too hot this week. It, it was 30 every no, day. It, was, it wasn't hot enough. Um, weather was bad. The opposition was... Whatever. Okay. It's a Sunday. It's at school holidays. And 9,000 people came down with a good slice of the test match available to them. They had Australia resuming and batting with the prospect that the innings would wrap up at some point. There might be some declaration batting. There might be milestones in the offing um, for the likes of Kawaja and the, and the local lad, Mitchell Marsh. And uh, there would be Nathan Lyons' Line. 500th to come. And if that wasn't enough to get you down to watch an afternoon of test cricket on a perfect day, on a perfect afternoon, you don't deserve to get a test match. Oh, I just think that, well, yeah, I just think that 499 Right, the, the the distinct possibility line's going to bowl today. Mm -hmm. Remember when Buddy was on 94 oh, yeah. in 2008? I just got right. back from a week and a half overseas with work, and I got to the airport and flew straight to Perth to watch him kick four goals and miss out on the hundred. You know, if you're near a milestone, you yeah. go to the thing. I crossed the fucking country. Mm -hmm. All they needed to do was rock up across to the to the Bursey. They've got a nice train out here now. It works really well. It wouldn't have taken much. 9,200 people. If you, here. if you have a ticket to the cricket, the train's free. They're making and then it it's as a five-minute walk can. inside. One, one, one argument advanced by Christina Matthews, who I really like and admire, by the way. When I interviewed her yesterday for the World Cup crowd last year was that the uh, sorry the the uh, the T20 international yep. against England here before the World Cup the big kick, the big quicks weren't here they were playing um, oh. players that weren't normally in the main oh, side yeah, yeah. fucking hell the best quartet Australia ever produced were playing today yep um, and and were striving with, with to victory with ten wickets to take after some batting was done you, it yeah. was in terms of the buffet of Test cricket best of both worlds you were likely to see um, some good stuff you were likely to see acceleration towards the end of Australia's batting innings all the things that you want to see and also and also you know you and I both spend a lot of time covering Test cricket in England mm. Sunday is the kind of marquee day yeah. it's always sold out on Sunday sure it's a hot ticket to get and the excuse about oh club cricketers are playing on Saturday so obviously nobody came on Saturday well that doesn't apply to Sunday yeah. funnily enough oh the Sunday cricketers weren't playing so yeah rubbish rubbish today. Genuinely disappointing today. I, yep. I don't get it. I, I, I've never got it here, yep. but I really don't get it at the moment. Today was, you know, I've kind of been, I've been kind of pretty, you know, balanced on this through the week. Yep. Um, even yesterday, I was willing to 
you say, you know, the Damien Oliver thing. Damien Oliver, which was fact. definitely a thing. Was definitely a thing yesterday. I'm not yeah. disputing that. It was clearly a thing. Most Sports people who fans, don't go to cricket are thinking about Damien Oliver. I think yesterday you know? was a significant sporting event, right? Uh, I, I don't dispute that. I also think that yesterday um, we had club cricket playing when otherwise they might have been here. I, I don't discount sure. that for a few thousand people. Today, as you say, none of those factors and they didn't rock up anyway. Other Hall of Fame bits and bobs. It's the 17th of December, Jeff. It should be a public holiday. Mm. It should be a public oh, holiday. What is today? I didn't even know. It notice. should be a public yeah, holiday. A national holiday. Uh, yep. With a ceremony um, in Noosa. <laughs> yes. Obviously, some yeah. sort of get together, you know, some sort of, uh, I, I don't know, like Columbus Day situation where you have, <laughs> you have maybe a parade through the central town of Noosa, maybe a reenactment. We, we've got, Somebody we've got, pulls a calf, they hobble down the streets <laughs> at Noosa, yelling at their mate. Should be on our money. Should be on our money. Should be at least on the 50 cent coin. We've got the gravy day We're, thing, and I don't mind that. I you know, yeah. love, love how Australia gets behind that. It's a nice thing. It's just mm-hmm. a nice thing, yeah. right? It's not a big deal. It's no, a nice thing. This okay. is a nice thing as well. Yeah. And it involves cricket, and it should be cricket. something that we celebrate, and we'll celebrate on the final word at least every We're year. We're redoing all the coins to put the British monarch on the on the back of them. We could do the 50 cent with 17th of December. That's all. Remember, remember. What else have we got? What have you got, I, Hall I've of Fame? I've got an anti-Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, yeah, anti-Hall of Fame. I don't want to quite go that far. I just want to make an observation. Um, there was a banner hung up today saying, all lives are equal, freedom is a human right. Like replicating Usman Khawaja's shoes. Sure. They were kicked out. Okay. I understand that they've made a decision about that, that formulation of words. I get mm-hmm. we're living in that world right now. Back in 2019, someone hung up a banner here saying it's okay to be white, which is a far right 4chan, 8chan incel slogan, right? Yep. And those guys got a fucking slap on the wrist. Had they wanted to go to Dremoyne the following day to watch the Women's Big Bash League final, um, had the, they were entitled to do so. They didn't get a ban. Yep. They didn't get any, no sanctioning. So I just want to r- remind people of that. Uh, that, that, you know, this isn't the first time we've had banners at Perth and nothing mm-hmm. really happened uh, on that occasion other than the patrons being asked to leave the ground. Yep. Um, and I just think that's, that's worth putting on the record on the way through. Okay. I'm going to go with, for a, for a positive Hall of Fame spin, um, go and check out Alex Malcolm's work on Crick Info. I want to see if this makes it in there. He was livid when Sean Massoud got out, cover driving a few balls into his innings because Alex has played a lot of pretty high-level cricket mm-hmm. here in the West mm-hmm. and he was like, clearly this bloke has not asked anybody how to play cricket in Perth. You <laughs> can't cover drive in your first 40 balls. You don't do it. Um, and and, he, on the and, he, gave and a, he gave a very good breakdown about the kind of balls you can play and can't play, the kind of shots you can play and can't play. And I think that might make it into his written piece. It was great analysis. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I also enjoyed how impassioned he was. He really livened up at that point. A, a word for both Alex and Daniel Rasool. Their columns on Crick Info each night through this test have been outstanding. So I hope um, Alex is, includes that. And the, and the setup for that wicket as well. I was on comms at the time where there was a delivery about a foot further outside the line of the off stump, which mm. he played and missed at, exactly the same length, brought a bit closer, finds the edge, chef's mm-hmm. kiss. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff you dream of as a fast bowler. Um, Jeff, that's our that's uh, Bus Super Hall of Fame, cbussuper.com.au. We're both flying back across the Nullarbor. Um, you're doing so tomorrow, I'm the doing Nullarbor, so tomorrow which means tomorrow no trees. As well. It's one of those interesting things. Is it? Yeah, yeah no, that's what it means. Latin, null, arbor, oh, yeah, yeah, as yeah. in an arboreum, there are no trees. Extrapolated out. Yeah. Um, we're going to be back doing our weekly show. We're going to slot in a story time, I think, between yeah. now and Christmas. We've Should got have our, done one already, but we didn't. Yeah, two hours during a test match. I think we have to acknowledge that we're never recording story times during tests because it's just too bloody hard. We're too busy, but that's okay. Uh, we've got our Christmas ep coming up, then back at Melbourne for the mm-hmm. dailies. We might even put out a day five ep tomorrow. We haven't quite worked it we'll out see. yet. We'll Time see. will tell. What I know for sure is that we're leaving Perth. We'll be back here again next year. Um, thank you to those who have been in Perth who have said good day and listened to the show. We appreciate you. We see you. We love you, especially the patrons who make what we do possible. Patron.com forward slash the final word.
That's it. We're done. Australia win the first test by 360 runs. Nathan Lyon has 500 test wickets. See ya.